looking forward to moments with you today as we talk about hope after brain injury. I'm Patty Foster, a survivor of severe traumatic brain injury in a six-week coma, expected not to live, not to have a life. Miracles still happen. With me today is Dr. Dina Adams. Thank you for joining us. Let's take this segment time to dive into changes that often occur following a brain injury in personality. Dr. Adams, give us some insight about personality changes following a brain injury. Research will tell you and your own experience will tell you that personality changes, unfortunately and sometimes fortunately, are common with a brain injury. Yes. Any kind of insult to the frontal lobe will create that. And sometimes the personality changes are dramatic and sometimes they're just subtle and only people really close to you will notice those. In fact, sometimes they're so dramatic that we actually talked to a gentleman over the weekend who said, my brother had a brain injury and he was mean before his injury. And after his injury, he became really nice and enjoyable to be around. One never knows. One never knows. And so depending on your injury and your brain, and because every brain injury is different, some of the personality changes are, as I mentioned, subtle, such as being easily agitated. Sometimes that's not so subtle, is it, Patty? Right. What are some of the changes that you found in your own experience? In my situation, when you talked about that agitation, irritation, easily set off. Yes. Oh, so true. Mm. So much of my brain injury was to the frontal lobe, the right frontal lobe, also to the temporal area, and the other lobes. Lots of changes inwardly as far as cognitive and emotional, not as well seen physically, the residuals that I had. Before the crash, I really wasn't an upset person. I laughed a lot, I was vivacious, and when things would bother me, I would simply, as people say, let it go in one ear and out the other, yes. and I would move on. However, comma, today, since the brain injury and the crash, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, things can just set me off that quickly. Yes. It's like my blood pressure just zooms my body turns red, so I suddenly have to really challenge myself mm. not to say something that I will regret. And yes, I do make mistakes. Mm. And I have to swallow my pride and ask forgiveness often and say, I'm sorry. I try my best that when something triggers the agitation, the irritation, to bite my tongue to walk away, distance myself from that situation or that person or that moment. And it often will help me in that. Mm. You know, Dr. Adams, as you talk with various people going through the recovery process after a brain injury, what are some of the things in the field of psychotherapy mm. that tend to help us survivors dealing with agitation and irritation. Mm. One of my caregivers that I talked to had a really good statement and I use that in all my counseling and it's this, 
her husband was injured in a motorcycle accident and she said which I thought was really good she says I can't blame him for what happened to him I can't be mad at him because it wasn't his fault so I nurture the differences between who he was and who he is mm -hmm. because and this is important you can't force somebody to live in the shadow of somebody they are not mm -hmm. and so I think when you notice the personality changes recognizing that they are different even though they look the same isn't that something sure. that you struggle with sure you I look, look very much as I did before the crash and I smile a lot and I try to stay positive so people often think because they cannot see mm -hmm. it must not exist yes. but as you know so well and as many of you know so well in brain injury seeing is not necessarily believing Yes. Another characteristic or something you'll notice that might change is the survivor becomes easily swayed. Mm -hmm. And they, they're sort of childlike, if you don't mind me saying, not childish, but childlike, because they can, they can believe people fairly easily. Yes. And so unfortunately, and I've seen this happen so often, they get taken advantage of because they believe people. If somebody tells them a sob story about whatever, they sort of believe it. And so part of the recovery process is being able to recognize if somebody's telling you the truth or not telling you the truth. Yes. And that's sort of hard. Yes. And as a caregiver, that's something you want to watch for. Mm -hmm. I think that when the personality changes, even though they look the same, there's a grieving that goes with that. And so, in fact, we were talking to someone, I guess last week, I believe it was last week, where she says, you know, I think I need to have a funeral for my previous self. Yes. Because she feels so different. Yes, yes. Is that something similar? You know, I find often that, as you said, we may look the same yes. after the crash and years down the road, very similar to before the crash. But within, the changes often happen. Mm. Susan Connors, she's the president of the Brain Injury Association of America. Susan said brain injury is often invisible mm -hmm. since changes are on the inside. Do you relate to that? Yes. With your story, with what you're dealing with right now, mm -hmm. with your family, mm -hmm. friends, your spouse, co-workers, are those issues that often show themselves among your circumstances, again, it comes back to we need each other. We can help each other mm. with brain injury, whether with the caregiver, mm -hmm. with the family members, with friends, knowing a little about it, yes. being slightly educated, going out of your way or out of the box to find out more mm. can make a very huge difference for the positive. Mm laying hold of the moment, as we often say, yes. through those changes can really help one not to give up. Mm -hmm. When the confidence begins to go down mm -hmm. because we remember making the mistake, yes. maybe we don't remember the details, but we remember the sensation or the mm -hmm. feeling mm -hmm. it caused us to have in the changes of personality following the brain injury. You bring up a really good point, Patty. When we have a memory, but we don't have the, 
like we don't know the details about it, the emotional memory is actually in a different part of the brain. So you remember, you may not remember what happened, but you will remember how you felt about it. So true. And so it's, an, it's just an interesting concept. The brain is so complicated, but so beautiful. The Lord says that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. One other thing that you may notice is the ultra-sensitivity yes. that happens with a brain injury. Super sensitive about things that they probably wouldn't have mattered before, they wouldn't have said anything before, but now all of a sudden they're taking it very, very sensitively. Yes. Not intentionally, but it's just the way it works. Mm. I've had to deal with that so many times because I automatically, my, my brain, my TBI brain, and I try to remember the difference. Yes. Uh, not to beat myself up in my character from the mistakes of brain injury, yes. the forgetfulness of brain injury. And maybe you deal with that as well, the, the forgetfulness. And even to so much brain stimuli, you haven't experienced brain injury, yet you're very much affected by so mm -hmm. many things screaming for your attention, for your time. I say simply have mercy yes. on yourself because that can give you a breathing moment mm. to simply calm again, just mm. for 10 seconds, mm. five seconds, two seconds, mm. fine. Don't give up, have mercy on yourself. Press pause, take a break. Mm. Isn't that true, Dr. Adams? So beautifully said. I think that taking a break, breathing, will so help that because when you're feelings get hurt so quickly, it's best to disengage instead yes. of re-engage or engage even further. Right. So I think that's a good thing. Right. The same gentleman that I heard his wife said, nurture the differences, I had the beautiful opportunity to meet with him. And he told me, he said, I've been born again. I said, tell me that, tell me what do you mean? And he said, I don't think I was a nice, pers nice person before. But now, he said, I like who I am. I like the way I think. I like how detailed I am. And he, it was just a beautiful kind of evolution of who he's become because he's embraced his new self. And I think that's kind of where you have to get to, yes. is appreciate where you've been, but embrace the new person. Right. Sometimes I compare it to a baby as they grow and you don't know what kind of personality your child is going to have. It's sort of like opening a present, a new present every day because they show new things about themselves. So I would encourage you to look at it that way because even though you're hurt and you're feeling the grief of who that person used to be that looks the very same, recognize the newness and see what the good thing that God is doing. So I wanted to share or ask Patty to share What's the one thing that didn't change? The one thing that didn't change for me was truly my faith, my personal relationship with God, more real than ever before. Yes. Because my life depended on it. I had nothing else. Mm. All of life was gone. And I needed a reason to keep living, to keep trying, to persevere. That reminds me of time for caregivers, yeah. caregivers, family members, friends. 
have mercy on yourself. Yes. And as you're talking with us brain injury survivors and we say something that affects you very personally, mm -hmm. try your best not to respond personally. Yes. I know it's difficult. Please try. Mm -hmm. Try not to match that same tone of voice that becomes fighting or negative mm -hmm. or offensive. Try your best just to ignore it. Don't raise your voice. Don't speed up your speech. Simply do not acknowledge the problem, the screaming, the profanity, the hitting. Yes, safety is important. Protect yourself, protect your friend, your loved one, whomever, but do your best not to respond in that personal kind of level as the survivor gives out. Mm -hmm. As we wrap up our time together, Dr. Adams, is there a closing comment that you think of regarding personality change after brain injury? Actually, I just want to piggyback off something you mentioned earlier, and that is get a little bit of education. And I really want to recommend Patty's book, Coping with Traumatic Brain Injury, One Woman's Journey from Death to Life. It's actually recommended reading at some of our medical schools here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And I think it's a perfect book that she has an audio book as well that she yes. voiced it, which was, is brilliant. But I think if you could only get that book, I think it'd be a great one for people to understand not only the personality changes, some of the long-term effects, some of the grief that we're talking about. Yes. I think it would be brilliant. Yes. So please stop by our websites, hopeafterbraininjury.org or pattyfoster.com. That's P-A-T-T-I-F-O-S-T-E-R.com. As Dr. Adams and I continue our journey, we encourage you, journey along with us as we all seek to find hope after brain injury. Thank you.